open on waves hitting beach. Cut to clouds. Cut to multiple nature shots. Radio voiceover. This is JTL Morning News. Welcome back to another fun time at Movie Rewrite. Today, we're going to try to uh, figure out what went wrong with uh, World War Zeke. Or World War Z, as it's better known by book Mm -hmm. and movie title alone, apparently. And today's plot summary is brought to you by my sad attempt at a Mad Libs. So before we started recording, I had a co-host here try to uh, fill in the blank. So this is what we got. It's going to be horrid. Yep. Well, when former programmer Jerry Lane and his family get stuck in Japan, gridlock, he wore that it's not no ordinary asteroids. His suspicions are confirmed when suddenly the Italy erupts into John. (laughs) A lethal America spreads through a single run, is turning mad person people into something red, unthinking and feral. As the high jumper threatens uh, to consume humanity, Jerry flies a worldwide fight to find the source... Of the, what is this name you put? Heidio. Heidio. <laughs> and with luck, a way to halt its spread. Like I said, that was my first attempt at a Mad Lib. Oh my goodness. So it was <laughs> maybe a better movie right there. I don't know. We'll uh, see about that. All over the place. Yeah. So the real plot summary is a former UN investigator, Jerry Lane, Brad Pitt, and his family gets stuck in urban grid. Like, before I get off this question for you, who's got the better hair, him and his, or his wife in this movie? Mm, definitely him. They both are pretty choice, but I'm leaning towards Brad Pitt. Once he gets oh, that yeah. scarf on, voila. Always. Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. So they get stuck in urban gridlock. Uh, he senses that's no ordinary traffic jam. Womp, womp, womp. His suspicions are confirmed when suddenly... The city erupts into chaos. A lethal virus spreads through the sing- with a single bite, is turning healthy people into something vicious, unthinking, and feral. As the pandemic threatens to consume humanity, Jerry leads a worldwide search to find the source of the infection, and with luck, a way to halt its spread. I'll tell you one thing. Brad Pitt is damn near superhero level in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is uh, pretty true. I would agree. So... Let's go back to this real plot summary. So this movie opens with uh, this montage of whatevers. Mm-hmm. And then we get Brad Pitt family stuff. And he seems to be some kind of super genius that I don't understand. True. So he worked for the UN as an investigator. Mm-hmm. The thrust of this movie is something else for one thing. But the whole premise, I don't necessarily think I care for. I think there are better zombie movies. So I guess that's what we're here to discuss. So this is based on the Max Brooks book. Another tongue twister. Max Brooks book (laughs) based on. uh, This cast, Brad Pitt, I'm just... He's it. He's our main man. This is released of June 21st, 2013. Uh, its worldwide gross was $540 million. 
Our director is Mark Forrester. I'm only going to put down that he did Quantum of Solace. You're uh, a James Bond fan. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, see, I am a James Bond fan, but I'm more of the old Pierce Brosnan. And I don't know, the, the Daniel Craig one's never really cared for. But I did see it, yes, and I mean, I could take it or leave it. Like I said, I cherry-picked what he was all right. about, so that was his big thing. <clears throat> I've, I'm hot and cold on James Bond. Some of them I like, some of them I haven't. Same. I tell myself I'm going to watch them all before I die, and <laughs> I have a hard time getting through those um, Connery ones for some reason. I just yeah. can't. I can't get into it. I do like Pierce, Brosnan, Daniel Craig. He's he's fine, too. I like him. Uh, I just, the, I don't know. I didn't, this will hold my attention for very long. Uh, 14 producers. Oof. Yeah, again, a lot of fingers in a pie. Uh, we've got writers who are responsible for Cabin in the Woods. I, I like that movie. Yeah. It's kind of a cool premise or a twist on, you know, that, that genre. Cloverfield. Okay. Eh, I could take it or leave with Cloverfield. I liked it at the time. I don't know if Same. I can do Shaky Cam Lunch anymore. Same. But I liked it. This is where I'm going to get mad. Guy guy responsible for Prometheus <laughs> uh, and Star Trek Into Darkness. And then okay. someone else is responsible for Underworld Awakening. I say responsible like it was all them. It wasn't. They were part of. <laughs> part of. Yes. So those are, those are our writers. Um... One of these guys came in at the 11th hour to do rewrites on it. And this movie from the get-go was just plagued with so many problems that I think we were lucky to even sit here and complain about it. This budget ran between 190 to $269 million. Wow. Um, yeah, and then it's just, where did the money go? True. I mean, just for globetrotting, mm. whatever. So... A bunch of the stuff I pulled off the internet. So two of the writers rewrote the screenplay in the middle of the production to create a whole new different third act. Really? Which is surprising that you started shooting this without having this stuff solid. True. And you hear that, and like you already start being cringy, like, oh, this movie, okay. So as we talked about before, uh, before we even started recording, about the, the reason this property was adapted from a book into a movie so this is what the internet again tells me brad pitt was intrigued by the book's geopolitical aspects and his production company plan b and paramount spent a million dollars on film rights but it then became clear that much of the geopolitics that pitt was interested in would have to be dropped if they wanted the story to come together on screen furthermore pitt's production company had never taken on a project of this size. Its, its expenses were limited. Um, you know, they only did like low-budget dramas, and their biggest film was Eat, Pray, Love up to that point. Okay. So right off the bat, we have got somebody interested in a book. And this book is over 300 pages long. And I guess before we get going any further, the summary of the book is the zombie plague starts as all plagues tend to slow and steady. We're already different than this movie. Right. Well... We've got, I've got issues with the spread of this in the movie. Uh, China has 
Poor, <laughs> poor China. Poor China. Has a mild outbreak of zombie that spreads out into the world through various routes. Refugees, black market organs, human trafficking, and the undead simply shuffle about. Many countries ignore the news of the dead rising up from the grave with a ravenous hunger for human flesh. But others, such as Israel, take the threat seriously and begin zombie-proofing their borders. Now we've got some comparisons. Right. So, which is fine. So continuing, the lack of information and prevention measures, preventative measures means the zombie tide doesn't stay back for long. Before anyone knows it, the undead masses have washed over the entire globe, biting, scratching, and killing all they come across. Governments take defensive measures, but their militaries don't understand that their new enemy, leading it to disastrous engagements such as the Battle of Yonkers, when America's state-of-the-art uh, technology does not even dent the zombie masses in Manhattan. So, this book summary has better themes in it and elements that this movie just flat out kind of leaves behind. They hint to a couple things, but that's about it. And the rest of it is just garbage right so i want to i want to see if you can help me understand something throughout this movie these things are super fast yeah they are sprinters mm-hmm. how is it this did not wasn't able to stay on a continent because the first 20 minutes of this movie we've realized that it takes 10 seconds to change from yeah, a bite almost like instantly and then later on in his investigation it's alluded to that some people took up to 10 minutes. Right. So you're telling me that even if in its early stage, if it, if it's fastest, if it's slowest was 10 minutes, someone's taken a plane over the oceans and nothing's happening. Right. How did this get over into Philadelphia and in New Jersey? True. The way these things move, it feels like it should have been, it should have stayed on one continent. Yeah. Is that a better movie? yeah that'd be pretty interesting all all of asia and all those surrounding countries are just barely keeping alive because of the zombies and like the countries that are unaffected but again if we're taking out stuff like black market organs or human trafficking how are you spreading this thing so quickly right i mean these things are freaking fast man mm-hmm. and i think that was the draw of this movie. It was like oh shit look at the look at how fast these are that is horrifying right well on top of that you know they form the little little pyramids to get over the walls you know climbing on top of each other so it's it's yeah kind of a very interesting yeah and well and even that part about the the whole climbing over the walls like it just seems like it's so loud there as it is mm-hmm like, why did that happen in the movie to where they were just all of a sudden drawn because there was, like, music playing on top of all the other loud noises? I, like, I wanted to bring that up, too, because that wall had been there for a week yeah. or so before the the whole thing. Right. And then once you have more infected, uh-huh. all of a sudden this... But, see, this is going to come back to this movie is driven by events that push Brad Pitt's character... To continue a journey. Mm-hmm. Everything is fine until he's there. Yeah. For the most part. I right. mean, if you think about it. Exposition. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. Before we get into this, I I want to do talk about some points that I do like. 
before we start getting into the nitty gritty of that would be pretty interesting if they <clears throat> did a movie where it, it just like did stay on one continent and like i don't know maybe so the premise was you know each country is trying to send in help and well, yeah, because I mean, if you if you, know, you figure you've got economies falling, right. and then all of a sudden you're, you're losing production of goods and services, mm-hmm. you're you're that's affecting the whole world. Yeah, and if you're trying to stop a zombie spread coming from a highly populated area like that, that I think in a lot of ways that's an interesting premise of right. Well, what do you do? Exactly. How would the how would you know all the other countries react to that and try to assist or just be like, oh well. All right, looks like you guys are gone. Like, good luck. You're going to let this thing burn itself out. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like, uh, that's kind of, yeah, interesting. Yeah, for sure. So, some of my likes in this are his survival skills throughout this whole film. And I guess I'm taking it that it's because of his experience in life and work that he just kind of has a natural thing. But... Again, some of these things, like, he is damn lucky to find an RV, get to a store, have that store have a guy who points a gun at him, but it's still nice enough to give him the drugs he needs for his kid. Seriously. Nothing happens to his wife in the grocery store. They're able to go to an apartment to where random people who don't speak English very well help them out. Mm -hmm. And then he randomly has a buddy who's able to send a chopper to get him to safety. From the UN or... Yeah. So, I applaud him for putting, like, a knife at the end of his gun. Smart thinking. Like, he is aware of his situation and his surroundings. I like that aspect. Traveling with kids. He did very good at that. I can't imagine traveling with two that age, especially the shit they started doing. Mm -hmm. I like his wits. I guess I already talked about that. I liked the mystery and the intrigue of the virus. True. I think it's done poorly by the end of this but i like it and i think the reason why i have a hard time with it is because everything is moving so fast especially the zombies how are you having time to think and investigate this because i view it as like he should not have been able to land that plane over in oh crap where do you land that plane oh man i don't remember myself either somewhere in asia yeah i just just I just remember I, I, it kind of makes me mad that they would literally give that that guy the gun that accidentally kills himself, you know, when he slips and falls. It's like, it's like, come on, guy. Like, you know, it's like, I get it. It's like, that's a way to, you know, keep things interesting and the story going. But it's like, have him be taken out by a zombie, like, or something. Just, you know, maybe a little more catastrophic than that. It just, it just kind of seemed lazy. Like, almost kind of like a cop-out. Like, I guess when I first saw the movie, you know, I thought it was funny. But, like, the more I saw it, you know, the more I watched the movie, I'm like, okay. Like, th- this is just kind of ridiculous. Did we see this in theaters together? Uh, 13. I feel like we did. Probably. I remember I was pretty excited for it. And I remember there, <clears throat> after watching, I was like, yeah, it wasn't bad, you know. Something a little different because I was, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was kind of burnt out of, like, The Walking Dead. Or wait, was The Walking Dead out then? Yeah, Walking Dead's been out since yeah, it's then been out for quite a while, huh? But, well, a couple seasons at least. Yeah, the better seasons. But anyways, the yeah, it was just kind of a, diff- a slight different take on it. But 
Yeah, it's weird to introduce like that the virologist, and mm-hmm. to have him just accidentally kill himself. Yeah. Again, we're putting in these circumstances to where there's great potential, and then Jerry is our main like savior of everything because he's just so smart and good. But it's just all luck. Right. It is dumb luck, and then he's able to f- get a plane out of Israel. And that plane crashes and survive a grenade in a plane and yeah. survive being stabbed and you a know, crash. Like, it's just all, come on. Yeah, and, that you know, the whole the whole plane scene, too, kind of frustrated me because I think it was, like, about <clears throat> maybe the second. I th- I've seen this movie, like, probably at least four or five times now. But yeah. anyways... About probably the third, second or third watch that that plane scene where they're you know trying to be quiet and stack the luggage. It's like for what? Those guys climbed the wall in Israel. You just came from. You think some luggage is gonna stop them? Uh, a whole section of a plane that's pretty much now infected. Like you get a hundred fifty pound person running full board down that thing and yeah. slamming into like you're. It's like yeah. f- you ain't gonna do nothing. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Kind of, kind of janky, but yeah. And I, that's why I say like I like the mystery and intrigue of the virus. I love how it's not exactly pointed out. So I like that part of it. Um, when he's in Israel, I like that idea of the tenth man scenario. Like that's their justification for building the wall and stuff. Is like if nine of the people agree, it's up to the tenth man to always. Disagree. Disagree. Like I like that. That's an interesting idea. That I don't know if you can explore that in this movie because right. it's so. Again, it, it this movie is just quick, it, quick, 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 quick. Mm-hmm. We're going zombie speed through this thing to get to one thing to the other, and uh, you almost have to catch your own breath. And be like, okay, what's going on? Why am I here? Why is he here? Mm-hmm. Um, you've kind of brought it up. Well, what? I was just gonna say, it, it it just seems like it didn't really. Now that you mention it, it just seemed like it. The movie didn't really start to slow down until like after the plane crash. Yeah, we got a moment to catch our breath. Yeah, regroup uh-huh. and figure out what's going on. Right. But is that such a bad thing though? Like I don't know. It it just. Because, like, I'm mixed on it because, like, I do like the movie, but, like, I also, yeah, that kind of had my gripes as well. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it is, was that progression bad? Like, would it necessarily need to be toned down? I mean, I, I guess that's probably, you know, something not to have if, you know, someone doesn't like it or if the audience isn't really paying attention, but it's almost one of those things you have to watch over. And I feel like that's probably why I've watched it myself a few times. Because of how fast it does go, but like the more you watch it and the more little things you notice that you missed before, it's kind of nice finding little Easter eggs that you've never noticed before by yourself. But yeah, the writing isn't half bad for this, like I said, because it, it it alludes to a lot of things. And before we started recording, we talked about, we, we can't remember which country it was, that pulled the teeth of all of its citizens. Mm-hmm. And that guy in the prison cells missing his teeth. Right. And you're like, that's an interesting concept. Like, if you take the teeth out of a whole population for a zombie outbreak, like, what's gonna happen? Are you are you yeah. safe? Like, that's an inter like, right? It's an interesting thing to explore, mm-hmm. but because we don't have time to really think about it and talk about it, like, we are on to the next set piece of action, right. and I feel like part of the problem too is 
like that airplane that airport scene is the zombies are dormant they're essentially sleeping mm-hmm. i'm like dude this freaking plane just landed how are these right. things still sleeping mm-hmm. and then his cell phone wakes him up and this and that and like again it's all convenience of the storytelling to allow right. him to basically be safe and to accomplish his goals yes and I guess that's where, like, my biggest problem comes in is, like, I never feel he's in real danger. Yeah, like, at the start of the movie, that uh, stairwell chase scene mm-hmm. it's pretty good. But, I mean, he took the precautions, put stuff on his uh, forearms to protect it so he could yeah, rat, get so like, close. magazines. Again, smart. Uh-huh. But at this point in the movie, like, oh, well, he's not going to die, obviously. No. And I like the idea, like, I got blood on me. I'm standing on the edge. If I do turn, I'm not endangering my family. Smart thinking, but he's got his wits. Imagine if that was the movie, just five minutes. Brad Pitt gets infected, he just gets pushed off the off the building, and that's the end of the movie. Could you imagine? He starts changing and twitches so violently that he just throws yeah. himself off the edge. Uh, we've talked about like them crawling over each other. Mm-hmm. The zombies doing that like in waves was pretty cool. And I like I said, like I like the ideas in this movie up until we get to Israel for the most part. Ooh, we got some strange weather going on outside. Ooh, sounds, spooky for the zombie mm, movie. Sounds like it might be some hail. Hmm. Yeah, I just... Okay. So, we've talked about before, because we are not super into writing literature and whatever you want to say, but I just want to bring up some points like with the production and just to kind of tell the story of why this movie kind of suffers... Again, pulled from the internet. You can go fact check me, find your own stuff. Believe it or not, I don't care. So this movie was supposed to be a trilogy, but somewhere along the way, it took a wrong turn. Um, production halting, stumbling into messes of rewrites and reshoots. And that is just this movie is just plagued with issues. And then you got people coming in at the end to rewrite it. So the original ending of this movie is he's stuck in Russia fighting hordes of zombies behind like a wall of people who are sick but again you've got zombies that are running full speed right so this movie takes like a dark turn at the end where he ends up in russia somehow instead of where he is now at the who center mm-hmm. so i guess the producers or somebody didn't like that well that makes me wonder because of how the first one ended with them you know like in, infecting themselves with whatever mm-hmm. they infected themselves with so they don't get attacked mm-hmm. makes you wonder if the second w- the second movie would have kind of picked up where maybe the books kind of did you know of how life is carrying on since they're not really having to worry about being attacked by zombies i don't know though yeah that would be interesting uh so the original script i will never see it exactly I mean, they keep hovering that there's supposed to be a second, but I, hmm. it's almost it's almost at that time frame you could do a reboot. If yeah. if they've still if that if Plan B still owns the rights to it, right. I'll I'll talk about why I don't think it should be a movie. But so let's see here. The original ending was that plane crashes. Oh, it doesn't crash. It lands in Moscow, but once there, the sick and elderly passengers are immediately executed. 
but like Jerry is forced into military service to help fight the zombies. The film then cuts to many months later. He's lost contact with his family and is now an efficient zombie killing machine. He's using killing tools like shovel hybrids to kill zombies. Um, he eventually gets his phone back. It's just one of those things. Like it, this movie just struggled to find its footing. Right. And they started filming before they had everything in place and was solid on the idea of what they were doing. Yeah, it just seems like it was just all over. And that's sad. It is. Because this this property deserved a lot more than what it got. And that's super frustrating. So, we talked about before, like, because we are not writers, but plot versus theme. Right. So, if I say plot consists of events... What's the plot of this movie? Boy, if you can hear that, that is one heck of a storm going on out there. Wow. She's getting louder. She's louder and louder out there. Uh, I I don't know. Like I, it's I want to say it's almost like trying to figure out like Patient Zero or like where it, like originated, but I I don't know. <laughs> I'm sitting here saying like I've watched it a few times and I just I don't even know what the so the, premises. so the plot is a series of events and happenings that make up the story. So yeah, we're going set piece to set piece. Like he's right. flying the world. So what's the theme? What's the central message through this movie? I don't know. Well, and I asked you. You know, uh-huh. is is it trying to find a cure and figure out this? zombie apocalypse and theme is you know kind of driven by love because you know he's trying to save his family from this as well like I, I, I okay know. think back to the movie why is he doing what he's doing once he gets to the ship yeah because of his family yeah I know but what what about his family what do they tell him that if he doesn't they will kick him off the non-essential ship. personnel yeah. get booted and my thought was, so, okay, A, I got two problems with this. One, you're wasting resources to helicopter people off of a ship uh, to drop yeah. them off someplace because they're non-essential. Okay. Right. Two, Jerry's only motivation is to do this so his family has a place to stay and are safe, which isn't a bad motivation. Right. But he's got no interest in figuring out any of this. And I agree with him. Like, what am I going to do? Right. I, I don't know the science. I don't know any of it. I've got some offers, observations I can offer. I, what am I supposed to do? I thought he was going to find a cure, but he does because he's the savior of all mankind now. Well, because he's and Brad Pitt. Jesus yeah. hair. <laughs> all he needed was some, you know what, I'm not going to go sacrilegious. Never mind. <laughs> Whistling hands, Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's tough because I would say like the theme of the book is human perseverance and survival. Right. This one, I don't know. The movie, I... Yeah, it just seems like it's just to keep his family going, so that's why he's just out on these missions, because, yeah. i got to get a cure, and I've seen these things that might work. And again, I like the idea of these zombies are going around people who are sick. Mm -hmm. So my next question to you is, the soldier says... Like when he's, they're talking about the story when they had to burn out that room with the doctor. Mm-hmm. He's got got a bum leg or something. Like he's he's there's a problem with his running. So that soldier that he has to chop off the hand 
is she usable to the zombies or not? Because after that, like, you're not... Right. It doesn't really say anything. And so my question is, is it a physical problem or is it a biological problem? Like, there's something inside you that's either killing you slowly or something else. Like, it's not... It's defined, but it isn't defined. Right. Yeah, I I don't know. Well, and see, like, that's the other thing, too, is that it almost makes it seem like they have, like, some sort of superpower to be able to detect that. It's like, how how do you... How do you know this person, like, has cancer or is, like, going to die? You know, because that's almost what it seems like is this person, there's no point, like, infecting them because they're pretty much, like, dead anyways, I guess. Like, not usable. And so, yeah, that bears the question of how would these things even know that? Because that's, like, something that you'd have to use, like, technology to, to figure out that, oh, hey, this this person is, is going to be dying here soon because of, you know, this reason. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way they would know that. So, it it's I, a it's I a plot know. convenience for yeah. him to observe, I yep. guess. So, one last thing about the script. It says that in one scene, the pit lagged behind a row of older and sick people who appeared to be a protective shield against the zombies. I guess I can't talk about that, but the studio executives worried that the star appeared unsympathetic. <laughs> but if it's taken out of context, I guess. But if he's doing this against his will. Right. And his only survival is to do this. Like, how is that? Right. Again, I don't have the whole story, but it just seems like there's too many problems with the whole production of this from start to finish that this movie was just never going to live up to what anybody wanted it to. Right. Which is sad. It is, because, yeah, I mean, it, it could have been a lot better, definitely. But, I don't know, the more I think about it, I mean, any story would have been interesting if they followed the book or, if, you know, just like we talked about, they stayed on one continent and seeing how that, you know, <clears throat> other countries would react to that, I think it would be pretty interesting as well, but. So, I, I, I got it in my notes. So, going back to, like, her hand being chopped off and they, they crash line and he's, he's stabbed through the, the torso area. Right. Is he immune to now? Essentially, he's dying. Yeah, you would think. We haven't... I mean, there's a rules that are established, and then there's rules that we just ignore. And I guess I need to know that. If I'm maimed or debilitated in some way, am I safe? Right. Again, or is it just there's a disease going through my body? But again, you've got that... It sh- briefly shows the the homeless man sitting on the ground drinking as zombies run by. So tell me, like, cirrhosis? Right. Or, like... What am I to infer from that scene? Like, exactly, is, does this guy have a bigger issue? But he's drinking, right? Maybe so, he has uh, liver problems. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. And, dude, okay, I know we've talked about this, <laughs> and we've beat it over the head, at, like in some of our other ones. The rating of this movie, yeah, does it suffer from being PG thirteen? We have a zombie movie, and think I about mean, it. how much blood is there? There's blood. Sp- on his face the first 20 minutes in there's no blood on the bandages when the hand comes off these zombies are they just biting to bite to spread or are they consuming because on the street scene where he's able to count how fast it takes it seems like the zombie bites him and then runs away right so these they're not consuming it just seems like they're just trying to infect they're just trying to spread this 
disease, mm-hmm. virus, to what end? So I go back to, should this been a different rating? But, but we're also not as... So if you're saying, okay, we're doing make this R, do we not have zombies consuming people? And then we've got mangled corpses running around or not? See, but here, here's the problem with the R rating is... We touch base with, well, I think, yeah, we do with, like, Logan is, you know, th- there, there's stuff that I feel like would be in there that wouldn't necessarily need to be in that movie, but it's in there anyways just because it's rated R. Yeah. So, the thing is, is if you make it rated R because of, yes, what you just said of, you know, some gore, you know, or some, you know, maybe graphical scenes because, you know, heads are being chopped off or whatever it may be, then yes, you know, go that route. You probably could potentially get a better movie because, you know, you're getting a more realism feel to it. But like I said, it, it all depends on how you make that R rating. Because... Say graphical. I'm just messing with you. Keep going. <laughs> um, I'm pretty much done now. <laughs> well... So, like, exactly when we get to the WHO building, some mm-hmm. of those guys look like they're becoming dried husks. Yeah. And they would also don't establish... Well, they kind of do and they kind of don't. The one soldier is like... I mean, you can shoot them, it slows them down. But headshots... It's like, well, obvious headshots on anything... Right. ...is going to put it down. So, it's weird. Can the, are these zombies? Because even at some point, so talk, they talk about something about like a, a the um, circulatory system actually working. So do these things have beating hearts? Do they need all functions? This movie wants me to ask questions, right? And not give me well, answers. And that's probably where that problem come. Why that problem exists is because we didn't get that trilogy. Maybe. You know, there probably would have been a lot more information, given there would have been more movies and more material to cover. But, I digress, it could be wrong. Because if that trilogy did happen, seeing what, you know, this, just this first one alone went through, I don't know. Is it ambitious to Uh, take a property like this and just automatically say trilogy? Because I think we've griped about that before, especially with the Wolverine movies. Like, Mm -hmm. if your intention is this, Mm -hmm. you should plan it better. Right, but here's a prime example. Like our intention is a trilogy. We're gonna shit the bed on the first one, though. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, how does that happen? You guys Seriously. have grand plans for this. What happened? And I feel like maybe this movie should have been like a lead up to a bigger zombie movie. Right. Our second one should have been the huge conflict, and our third should have been that slowing down of like. Things are getting back to normal. Right. What does the worldwide landscape look like now? Mm-hmm. I mean, do we have... I mean, Walking Dead kind of does this, too. Like, do we have just random gangs going around doing whatever they want? How do we get established right. order and stuff? And I don't know if I need Brad Pitt to star in all three of them. No. You could totally yeah play it by following different people. I mean, that's what the book is. The book is yeah. just a set of interviews of how people survive or how different people got through situations and how they're preparing in case it happens again. Right. And it's just, there's just a lot of things with that, that again, you've got a great idea Mm -hmm. sitting in front of you. And like they said, like his geopolitics, well, that won't work for the movie. Okay. We still have the property. What are we going to do with it? 
you're telling me you can't make a mini series for less money on a network or even like HBO stars. Right. And do this thing right. Put some money into it or, or, or do your damnedest to make it a 10, 10 episode seasons and try to go, Hey, we're only going to do this for five seasons, 10 episodes each. We feel like that's enough material. We're going to cover what we want to in the book. We're going to cover those major themes and we're going to take our time and world build how the zombie apocalypse changes the world. See that right there. That's a lot of extra work that I feel like those people don't want to do because that takes time and effort. And I feel like a lot of these movies are just done because money. Like they're able to shell out some money, get it done and be like, all right, well we got it done. Hopefully, you know, it does well at the box office to make, you know, money back. And that's all just, I feel like most of the movie industry is like there's some there's just very little people out there that actually want to do genuine work. So I don't know. It would be nice to see in that route, do a miniseries, do a better movie. But you gotta find the right people. And that's why I say like it's it's hit that time frame now where we're we're overdue for a reboot or something yep. to bring this movie onto some kind of screen. And I think this is one of the few books that you could almost go from book to screen mm-hmm. and have a fairly good or have a great ad- adaptation of it. Of course, to fill run times, you're going to have to add stuff. Mm-hmm. But you've got a good template of what you could add and build off of that. Right. And why you would, I don't know. Yeah. It, it just seems like original source material just never gets used much anymore. <clears throat> seems like it has been like that for quite a while but well it's like you brought up too before we started do you buy it for the name well brad pitt bought it because he liked the themes in it right i don't know if i see any of those themes in here no. because this movie moves so i mean some it, of them it, are there it literally just seems like the name was just bought so that way they could just make a movie of whatever they wanted to and then they wouldn't get criticized or anything for having used the name yeah which <laughs> which is so weird. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's in some of this dialogue in here too when that virologist on the airplane starts talking about how mother nature is a serial killer and that you got to look for the breadcrumbs and the chink in the armor. Right. I'm like okay, cool. So this guy could be useful. And then he freaking shoots himself in the head. Right. Slips slips on the airplane. And then it's just, like so now what? Yeah, it's it's something weird that I go back to. I, I think there should have been more mystery and intrigue on this, and there should have been more of a buildup in somehow. And I don't know if I agree with super fast zombies like this who will climb over each other to get to places. Agreed, but... I also like it. Again, it's something new. Right. And visually, like, it's fun to look at. Mm-hmm. And I also, I come back to, these things climb over that wall and just fall onto things. And they're up and running. Mm-hmm. Are we breaking bones? Are we severing things right. that... These things are indestructible. I would argue Jerry should have never made it out of uh, Philadelphia. No. He should have gone to Patty's Pub <laughs> and just waited it out. Yeah, he should have 
you know, hunker down, drink some beer, we've been fine. I mean, he'd probably get in an argument with Dennis. <laughs> Always. Uh, but he should have just gone to Patty's Pub, and then that's, <laughs> the whole movie takes place in Patty's yeah. Pub. Turned into a secret, uh, always so sunny funny. movie. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think having fast zombies, I, I just, I feel like that's why I really liked is because it just seemed like that was the norm of any zombie movie. It was just, you know, they weren't, they weren't too fast. You know, it just seemed like it was always easy to just, avoid them you know like the, the any zombie movies just like how like how do you get in this position like i remember seeing that a lot in like the walking dead you know it's just like man this situation could avoid it so easily but you, you make the zombies fast and actually run and chase you you know it, it makes you actually have to think like how are these characters going to like react in these situations and how are we going to put them in these situations because that kind of changes the game. You know, you can't really put them in your normal scenarios. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it just has to be done correctly, I guess. I mean, I think like the fast zombies worked for Day of the Dead, where they end up in the mall. Right. Because those were fast, but there was yeah, also rules established of what they were. And like season one of Walking Dead toyed with some interesting ideas that got dropped because again of of issues and bickering where i think like the zombies were fast if they were fresh and then of course the longer they go they decay and we see that um so they're slower but i remember one of them it was one of the first episodes one of them was holding a rock bashing on some glass i'm like well shit this is interesting like do we have mildly smart zombies when they're fresh? Right. And as everything deteriorates, like they're getting less and less, and they're just you know that would make that and, make that would be nice. That that actually makes sense. And I actually I think I read this once upon a time, like a, a scientific, an actual scientific, uh, you know, analysis of you know how like if a zombie outbreak could really happen, and that's I think one of the conclusions they came to is. You know, if, if you're, like, the undead, like, your body's, like, still decomposing. And, like, eventually, like, you know, the, the zombies won't be able to walk or move because the body's just decaying. Yeah. And especially, like, in Georgia, which isn't that where yeah. Walking Dead takes place? Like, it's hot as hell down there. Yeah, a bunch of swamp-ass zombies. <laughs> yeah. Running around. Uh yeah, that would be actually a really cool thing to see, you know, having them being, you know, all nice and limber, all fresh, chasing you down, stomping on you with a rock, and then as, yeah, the years go on or certain time frames go on, they get slower, start decaying, arms falling off, jaws all crooked, you know. What if, like, in this movie they somehow establish, like, the reason they're so fast is, apparently this is some kind of rabies Yep. But, like, even the zombies have, like, a ticking clock before, like, their whole, like, the, the human body, like, gives up and right. can't function at all, and it, it does die. And it's like, these things are running fast, and they've got, I don't say they've got two days before that zombie just can't, is just dead. It burns itself out. The virus is dead within it. Like, give me some, I don't know, that's interesting, too, but mm -hmm. then also, like, you don't have... Then it becomes like a waiting game. Well, if we can just hunker down for two days, 
maybe we'll be fine. But again, you've got these things running full Borat stuff, and the way that thing spread, they spread so fast in Philadelphia alone. I mean, yeah, two days, like it's wiping out a lot of people, and those masses, those numbers just keep increasing. Yeah, yeah for every one that dies, like it infected five. So yeah, you're still it should just be snowballing. Yeah, like big time. Yeah. You know, and I, maybe that's an idea to toy around. If you've already got the source material, you're going to tweak it a little bit. Like, well, okay, mm-hmm. let's put a ticking clock on the zombies too. Like, it's got it can it can only survive a week, and its sole purpose is, like, you know, this movie's just to bite and spread. Mm-hmm. It's not to consume. And the second you're bit, like you're dead in five days. Yeah. What or whatever you want to do to make an interesting story to play out some of these themes and stuff because even then like you're changing the landscape of the world and how people view diseases and how to take stuff seriously. Yep. So it's one of those things like there's just so much to it, but we're just going to go, like you said, we got to get this done. We want the money. We want to turn on that investment. Yeah. It is what it, here you go world. Yeah. Love it. Hate it. You already have issues with it because of all the production <laughs> issues that have been out. And and that's probably what it was is they were just probably fed up with it and like all right like let's just get this done and over with like we've already been through hell and back so let's just get it done get it out of here. But the weird thing is is they started apparently without having a third act figured out. <laughs> Seriously, how do you do that? <sighs> oh. Improv. Uh, let's just wing it. Yeah. Okay. So, <sighs> like I said, my. I'm okay with this movie up until we get to Israel, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Now we get to the WHO building. How do we like the conclusion of this movie? Do we like this... I, I mean, you kind of already talked about like the camouflage idea. If you're infected with something, all of a sudden these zombies have got an eighth sense that can detect this stuff, like, mm-hmm. split second. Yeah. Yeah, and... It... You know, that scene where, like, he opens the door and that zombie's sitting, or not sitting, like, standing right in front of him, and he's, like, face-to-face and he doesn't do anything. You know, like, it, did he sniff him? Did did they... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd be nice to know how they would know that it's just pointless to bite them. Because if that's all they're doing is just a one single bite, like, why even like why even bother? Just bite them and just walk away. Your job's done. You don't have to worry about it. Like, whether they're going to die or not. Like, I... Well, that goes back to my premise. If, <laughs> if the virus itself has a ticking clock on it, right. you're biting everything to, to stay alive. Exactly. And and that's the other thing, too, is, you know, like, like why not bite? Like, why even, you know, like, like I, it's just you're already there. Yeah. Like, like I said, it's an interesting <laughs> yeah. premise until you kind of look in like, well, but why? Exactly. We're not, we haven't really established all the rules like we talked about before. If I cut my hand off, am I useless as a zombie? Mm-hmm. If I've got a bad knee and can't run full bore, am I useless as a zombie? Because, like you said, like well, if you already got people dying, yep, of natural causes, what difference if you throw on this zombie virus on top of it? You know, it's just one of those weird things that if you're not going to establish those rules, then you can do whatever you want. I think that's why this third act suffers because that's mm-hmm. exactly what they're doing. They heavily relied on that. I, the yeah. third act was sponsored by Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. The uh, 
it, it just makes me mad. I just don't even know what else to say about it. Cause yeah, it's like, oh, like explain, please. Yeah, and they were so in a hurry to get his family off that boat, and this movie just stops mm-hmm. dead. You were talking about like it's action. I mean, we're. I think we're 16 minutes into the movie and there's hordes of zombies. Yeah. We get to the last 30 and it's, just and it's a handful slow. and then it just ends. Mm-hmm. He's magically back with his family. Yep. And we're over and done with. He's found a way to help everybody survive. And I just, it's that, it's that end montage that's frustrating to me because they're dropping like all the diseases or whatever off. To people all over the world, yeah, and not a zombie in sight, yep. to go inject yourself or do whatever. <laughs> and I, but wait, these things have been all over. <sighs> what? It's just it's such a happy ending, yeah. And I really wish they'd have turned him like, yeah, you know what? He didn't make it to where he was supposed to go. He's in Moscow now, fighting zombies. Like he's part of the army. Bummer. Or what would have been funny is, you know, make it kind of like the, the beginning scene, the end scene, where, you know, they, they mix it up to where he, like, has to go back to Philadelphia, and then he ends up, like, you know, getting his family, and then he's going up the stairwell, gets bitten, and then gets pushed off the, the roof. That would be a, a good way to end it, since, you know, there's no trilogy. Main character dying Jeez. at the end. You know, something a little different. Mix it up a little. Well, yeah. They, they... Making the sacrifice, and now their family is fatherless. He did make the sacrifice. Oh. He injected himself with something. It was curable, so it didn't matter. So, again, so he doesn't have that virus in him anymore. Did they give him the, the vaccination, like, soon after that? I don't know. I... Again, interesting ideas and themes that are just... Like, but, but, like, what did he inject himself? Like, that's what I want to know. Well, that's what was funny. It's like, you don't, like, that one's a bad one. It's like, okay, is he going to die, like, right away? What, right. what are we doing here? It's like, how, like, it's like, what is that, anthrax? Like, <laughs> did he just get chicken pox? Yeah. Is chicken pox something Yeah, bad? like, uh, I mean, I know it could be pretty bad if you get it, you know, not when you're a kid. <laughs> but, I, yeah, that that's another big question, too, that I've always had is what did he inject? Because, it's yeah, again. exposition. It's just, oh, there's a zombie out front, outside your front door. Oh, just inject yourself, you know? No big deal. This movie tries so hard to uh, make Brad Pitt's character, like, the, the most absolute everything. But mm-hmm. there are so many people that die, basically all around him, either to save him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. It's just stupid to me. Because he, like, he has to leave Israel on the go because the wall is breached. Yep. And then he's able to get on an airplane. And then they have to throw a grenade in the airplane because somehow a zombie made it to the elevator in the airplane and no one knew. Even though yep. there was no zombies within the wall, they were ahead of the herd. Yeah. You're telling me that zombie climbed the same ladder? Again... It's just all convenience. Like he yep. is indestructible, and he has to be our hero. We can't even have the virologist make it far enough to even discover anything and to help Seriously. them out. It's all Brad Pitt, and yep, uh, he's just—it doesn't make sense to me. 
And like I said, like once we get to that installation, I like the idea like, okay, well there's an email sent. It said zombie in it. So what's going on? And then that kind of got murky too of like the whole situation. Like, well, this doctor helped this kid and then he came back and like hours later he was like biting the patients. Like, okay, so he turned. So this has been going on for days. And then as the disease has been going, people have changed within seconds instead of minutes or hours. What's the deal with that? Because there's no, honestly, there's just no buildup. It's like, no. we're in it, and yeah, I like the action. Yeah. Like, we're at 60 minutes, and there's tons of zombies. Cool. Okay. You know, they could have even just played it off, too, just with, you know, not even having to to talk about turn times. Mm-hmm. Like, if they just kept it, you know, in the beginning to where it was, you know, 10, 15 seconds. I can't remember how long it was. Yeah, it was like 10 seconds that... They should have just kept with that, and they shouldn't have have, and then they really wouldn't have to worry about like explaining, you know, that oh well, this guy took ten minutes, and that's like you know the the slowest rate. And it's like, but why? You know, they they could have just kind of kept all that a mystery, and be like, well, just no one knows why like anything's happening right now. All we know is it's just spreading through bites, and just left it at that, you know, because it's just it's a whole new pandemic a whole new outbreak that just happened you know that that would make sense too because no one knows anything yet but yeah we got a lot of curveballs yeah and that's why i like i would like the reveal of you know you get people who just had a heart transplant all of a sudden like quote unquote die only to rise again yeah and you got this investigation well like what's going on yep oh it's this weird heart where their heart come from oh well all of a sudden, whatever country or wherever it came from, like, there's an issue going on there that everybody's kind of ignored or now has gotten out of hand that it's just too much. And then maybe you do keep it to a single continent. Yeah. Is getting overran by these fast zombies. If you're dead set on having to have these sprinters as your as your zombie, then I think I think the I think one of the flaws is is once you say our zombies are this, you, you the rest of your story has to work around what they can do. And I think that's when you start running into problems and stuff like the reverse. Like, our characters need to do this. What kind of zombies do we have? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why I come down on it kind of hard is if you're going to do the fast zombies, like, I, that, I feel like that's a no-win scenario for anybody. Mm-hmm. And we kind of see that. Yeah. I mean, these things wiped out areas. And there's, like, they say, like, that Philadelphia scene, like, oh, it's all lost. Like, well... well how long did that take? Yeah, it seemed like it was pretty quick. I mean, yeah, you got 10 seconds to once someone's a zombie and now they're out infecting other people. Like, dude, it's not hopping, it's not hopping oceans and it's killing everybody. Mm-hmm. Unless you're in a high rise and you can barricade yourself up or something. But <laughs> again, but then you got like the countries who planned ahead and had walls, but at the same time, like, that's where it originated was on that continent. So they still had time. Exactly. I get into this thinking pattern of like, now I'm just tied up in knots in my brain. I don't want to think about it anymore because yep. it just becomes repetitive and I don't like, I just don't like how it goes. So I, there's a line in this movie that I don't get. Soldier says this before they go out on their bikes. Ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Spines divine. 
those knees, they work just fine. I Googled searched this, and the only result was this movie. Because, like, is this some kind of saying that... Right. Nope. I don't get it. Because he's talking about shooting the zombies. Spines divine, those knees, they work just fine. I don't get it. I don't know why this line jumped at me, but I'm watching going, what the hell did he just say and why? Spines divine, knees just fine. Yeah. Those knees, they work just fine. Those knees, they work. Hmm. That, it goes back to, so what's the rules of the zombie? If you take out the spine, are, can I no longer move? Right. Or does it matter? Again, I don't have any rules. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I mean, is that, does the spine... Seems pretty specific because why would you say like brain? Because I was gonna say like it seems like you know headshots are what they need to go for, so I just say spine. Is it because the head's connected to the spine? Like ah yeah. Yeah, it's no a no idea. <laughs> it's kind of a stupid line. Maybe it's, for, it's probably like little Timmy wrote in. Is like, could you put this in the movie for me, please? It's just improv <laughs> from those guys. It's a cool rhyme or rap. And oh. It's just. Yeah, it was about right because was when they were gonna go out on the bikes, and he's like telling their sol- his soldiers like what to do. It's like I just watched you guys murk zombies. Why are you yeah. repeating back like seriously what what the goal is here? Like I get it, you guys have survived for days. Apparently, at the source yeah. of all this, kind of sorta, but okay, we'll just throw the uh, yeah convenience of saying whatever and that damn cell phone again. Like of course he does something mildly stupid and people die. Mm-hmm. A lot of people die. Mm-hmm. But they somehow landed a big ass airplane there without waking any zombies. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you, if your zombies are gonna be fast, you got to establish different rules for the rest of the world mm-hmm. to make this work. Otherwise, you got to have slow zombies because then it it works better. Then that yep. installation was able to keep a perimeter. Yep. And land a plane and still maintain a perimeter-ish. And then you could have the walls fall because they've been holding for days and there's just too many outside to push their way in. There's ways to do this. Yeah. I don't... Fast zombies. Scary as hell. Well, yes. Do not work, I don't think, for this movie. Right. Well, even the whole wall stay in Jerusalem. I mean, even if they were slow... I think it's Israel. But or Israel. That's fine. I double-checked, I think. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. It's Israel. Anyways, I... Uh, uh, Assassin's Creed. That's why I'm thinking Jerusalem. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Anyways, um, even with the slow zombies, you know, you don't you don't even need to have like a, a an action sequence or anything there, anyways, because he just pretty much goes there to get information because you know he got word that they kind of knew something was up, and that's why they built those walls. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't even need to have anything happening or the zombies breaking in because he. Has to leave anyways. Like, there's no point in him being there any longer. And it's just another action sequence to, you know, add to the movie, pretty much. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's really no other point in him being there after he talks to that guy. So. Because it kind of gets him nowhere in a lot of ways. Like, it was a useless trip. It's almost kind of like, nope. Like, useless dialogue, kind of. Yeah, except it plays back later while he's at the. Well, somehow he figures out, like, the, this guy stands in the middle with his bum leg and all the thing, all the zombies ignore him. It's like, again, yeah. what are my rules, man? Yeah. 
Is he was he shot there? Like, what's his deal? Like, there's a lot. I need something here to make this more instead of just Jerry's just the savior of the world, man. He yeah. cannot die because, well, dude, throwing I, a grenade in an airplane a is ballsy, yeah. and b like, well, I guess I'm just prepared to die at this point. So I think we answered that question I was asking earlier about how fast paced the movie is. Okay. It's zombie speed. It, yeah, it, it apparently needs to be slowed down because there's some stuff that they could have explained that would have made the movie better, just like we're talking about the rules with how zombies know, you know, what, what determines them to eat you, or not eat you, but bite you or ignore you. So that right there tells us that they need to slow it down a little bit, explain some stuff, and then maybe ramp it up a little. Like, I, I don't know. But yeah, it's it's just full bore from start and then to WHO building is when everything finally slows down. Honestly, like the so, first and last five minutes of this movie are probably one of their slower parts. Yes. And you are you are guns blazing ten plus minutes into this of mm-hmm. everything's happening, which I appreciate to an extent. I do. But as well. I would like I would like a build up to the mystery. Give mm-hmm. me give me some days here. Well, Somehow he's involved, and then he has to make a yeah. refueling stop in Israel, and then he learns new information mm-hmm. to get to wherever. Yeah, because you know they could have you know, just like you said, slow it down a little, exposition, move, do some more action, slow it down a little, explain some stuff, you know. You yeah. could easily break that up a little instead of just going full bore throughout the Well, I mean, there's installations like that in the States, too. Yep. There could have been like more of a communication between the nations that are surviving and then be like, okay, well, now we know what we know. Does anybody have any ideas of how to slow it? Yep. And maybe this movie... I don't know if this movie should end it on a happy note. Yeah, I... The thing is, is happy note would have been fine if there was a second one. At least a second one. Even, you know, I'm not even asking for a trilogy, but just something to continue up because it's like, oh, yeah, like it's. The thing is, it's still a cliffhanger. Like, yeah, it's, it's a happy ending, but I mean, they're still having to deal with these things. Yeah. Like, the story's not over yet. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they didn't know that they weren't going to be doing a trilogy after this, whatever it is. But, yeah, I feel like that if it, this is just a one hit wonder, then. Kill off your main character. Make it interesting. Yeah. Or kill off, you know... Give me some stakes. A daughter or, or the, the wife or just something, you know? Give give us a little bit more drama because, yeah, as you've been saying, he's superhero. He does it all, saves the day, and still has his whole family. Like... You know, and I've... I think I've expressed this before. From going from one medium to the other, there's always an issue. Your book is going to be more dense and have more development and ideas in it than what you're ever going to be able to put in whatever your running time for your movie is. Yep. And being someone who's never read a Harry Potter book, but has seen the movies, I mean, the movies are fine. If I go back to read the books and say whatever, you know, like Jurassic Park, I really like the book. I think the movie's good. Yeah, there's obviously things in the book that are taken out. Mm-hmm. But... I think like the main ideas translate from the book to the movie fairly well. Right. And I might be, I'm probably misremembering a, a chunk of all that's been a long time since I've read or watched either one of them. But you've got a property 
about zombies, and zombies are still fairly hot at this time. And to really not take it serious is just such... They, they, like, apparently they didn't know what they had, or I guess they did. Yeah. And you're know. just like, well, we're just going to piss it away, and here it is. Because we've got Brad Pitt starring in it, so who cares? Exactly. Right? Well, at least one positive thing came from this is the World War Z game is, I think, doing pretty well. How long? Yeah, but that's isn't that new? Uh, it's not really that new anymore now. How long ago did it come out? Uh, I want to say it came out last year. Well, but even then, but, like that's quite a while after this movie and a long time right, after the book. Right. It probably and exists. I, I swore I saw somewhere it had a Game of the Year edition, so... Like I said, at least the, at least the game is, I think, doing well. But yeah, I. <laughs> and because I I don't understand the ins and outs of these deals when you buy rights, like I don't know if Max Brooks can do anything with his World War Z property anymore, or if that is if Brad Pitt and his company is the sole owner of it. Right. And like he'd have to rebuy it back or something. But again, if that's the case, Brad Pitt is still sitting on. Something, something good. that is good. Mm-hmm. And if they don't want to do the movie, I still think you can find life in some kind of limited series or, yeah, again, go into it with, we're doing 10 episodes for four seasons. We're going to tell this story mm-hmm. and then we're going to shelve be. it again. You know, I think seasons are probably almost the best thing to do anymore. Not seasons, but like a you know TV series because... You can you can get into the details. You can get into you know. You can tell a story. The the things that you need to, and you're not set by you know, deterring people away. Oh, this movie's three hours long. Oh, but it tells a really good story though. Oh, but it's three hours long. Like yeah, seems you know, the average runtime for movies anymore. Anyway. Yeah, you know, and it's it's funny because I I never really realized how long interstellar's runtime is but that's i think pushing three hours itself as well probably you know and there's quite a bit of story to tell ish but yeah i think you'll attract more people if with a a half hour 45 minute runtime in a tv series than a three hour movie your only competition is walking dead right now yep and i think that thing is hobbling on one mildly good zombie leg yeah from season to season well no because it's got fear and then it's got another mm-hmm. one coming out too okay but still in the walking dead universe that is your main competition yeah in a zombie genre whatever you want to do i mean you got like band of brothers who it wasn't it was a mini series wasn't it i mean it wasn't really or mini movies it's something like that right. like it was limited regardless mm-hmm. and i think if you take like the breaking bad approach like we are ending it after X amount of seasons. We told the story we want to tell instead of dragging it out past that when you know yeah. it's just going to turn into yeah. trash. Yeah, because yeah, you definitely want to have a, a good beginning and a good ending. You know, you don't want it just to keep on going on and going again. Well, and I would say, like, even with this book, with all of its world hopping and its premise, you could do a season in a specific area if you told, yeah. if you did, like, this is how the zombies got here. This was our main struggle. This is how we beat them back. And now this is how we're preparing for the next thing. Yeah. Every place is different. Every region's different. And you're going to have different. It's like warfare. Yeah. You know, everybody's got their own type of warfare. I want to see is how they take care of the zombies in whatever place. Yeah. 
how did these people do it? Okay, now what are they doing to prepare? No one thought this would happen. It did. It'd be really what next. I'd be really interested to see how North Korea would handle it. Didn't they pull all the teeth out and said whatever? Yeah, but I'm talking about like outside of that. If you were to say like real world, yeah, ish stuff, like how yeah. they would do. Again, it's interesting. It's interesting stuff you've got here in the uh-huh. source material, and if you own it, mind this thing for what it's worth. Yeah, Brad Pitt's not above doing TV. He can be the interview of the book. Yeah, and go globe trotting, and then you can tell his story too. Like, well, how did he survive? What's yeah. his deal? Where was he during all this? What's his baggage? Yeah, there, there's a way to do this, and I just, I would argue that maybe World War Z should not have been a movie unless you were gonna base it off the book <laughs> and not title alone <laughs> seriously and main character you know i there's just i went you know like i say i said at the end almost every end of every episode it's sad that they didn't know what they had yeah and just did whatever you know, I, I don't know if they thought they were being clever. I'm not trying to dog on writers. You know, I get like the whole production of a movie has a lot of moving parts, a lot of people. But this thing started with only three of the six cylinders shooting. Mm-hmm. And as they went, they started firing them all off and they were just so out of sync. He ended up with this mess at the end. And it's, it's sad. You, you know what we should do? If this if these podcasts continue, you know, being as good as they are, we should definitely try getting in contact with someone that like is involved with one of the movies that we do, and see if we can like get an interview with them and ask them, "Hey, like, you know what happened? What's why the, this what happened? Was the process to all this? You know, like, why did this movie turn out to be shit? Like, what happened? <laughs> you know, I think that would be really great to have because." I mean, I don't even know if we could really get anyone if they were really willing to put their time out for us. You know, just five minutes. Yeah. But we're in an email response. Yeah, like, it would be interesting. Give me a quick breakdown of yeah, why you had this and why it's this. To see if you know we could get a writer, just someone that you know was on the movie. Oh, I've got Brad Pitt's number. Never mind. <laughs> Shoot him a text. <laughs> you know that, that I think that'd be really cool just to get some actual insight on what happened. You know, going back to like book material, like Brad Pitt was in Fight Club based off a book. Yeah. I know he was the actor in it, uh-huh. but you can look back at that and be like, okay, well, how come this movie is so popular and does so good, but I've got this great book too and I'm like, and I can't do anything with it? David Fincher. He should have directed World War Z. Yep. Well, and I, I, if I remember correctly, I feel like there was. Some quite a few things that were pulled from the book that were in the movie. Which one Fight, for Fight Club? Yeah, I mean it's stayed fairly true. I mean, there's some of the premise too. Even right. in both, they're like okay. But see, the that's why is because they follow some of the original yeah. source material, and yeah, that's what you get when you yeah. have someone that creates a good story. You might as well just use it because it's a good story. So real like, quick, it just seems pretty brainless. But <laughs> what do I know? You know nothing. You didn't make a, a movie that just cost a, millions of dollars. Yeah, I'm just a mindless consumer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fight Club. <laughs> Knock it off. Well, usually we try to do like a recast. I I don't know who would do any better in this role. I mean, I like Brad Pitt in general as an actor. I feel like he's did a fine job. I mean, 
I'm sure we could replace him with someone else that would probably do just fine as well. But, I mean, I don't necessarily say I would replace him. Yeah, and I think because this movie didn't also understand what it wanted to be, if it wanted to be horror, horror action, right. adventure something, I think you'd have to determine what your movie is and get a director that fits that. And maybe not, I don't know. Right. The rabbit, rabbit dog's coming to get us. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to say anything like the recasting of any any part of it because it's just so blah. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt wants to start it fine. He's got nothing to do in this movie, and I again, I can't. You can't blame one person for the overall no thing on this. I mean, yeah, this thing was plagued with you know executive producers not liking this and uh, them being detained for shipping their fake guns which you know now you're late to shooting stuff and you know it's just it's tough it is. it's a tough racket to do but like i said he's sitting on a gold mine kind of with this and it's just it's tough yeah i i think i think with with realistically only the kind of the competition of being a walking dead, I feel like a world war Z would be a good watch if they were to follow the source material because it, it in itself, it is interesting to see how people handle this stuff after the big outbreak. And yes, you know, walking dead's, you know, done that for the most part, but in a different aspect, I guess, or who knows, I mean, I could be wrong, but well, so get this. I tell you about how they didn't know what they understood. So, there's a street uh, script leaked in twenty in two thousand eight, and Ain't It Cool News did a review on it, and they said that it's a it was a good adaptation of a difficult book, a genre defining piece of work that that uh, that could well see us all arguing about whether or not a zombie movie qualifies as best picture material. The review also noted that the film appears stylistically similar to children of men following gary lane as a traveler he the post-war you know interview survivors so again they're at a source material for the book right um who's starting to wonder if the survival is a victory of any kind the early screenplay however was a more literal adaptation of the book and it was rewritten twice (laughs) and a more epic account of the zombie outbreak with more focus on action scenes despite the changes yeah so there you go right. they they so had started it started out great but then the, yeah. for some reason like they switch gears like no we just need action 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 yeah and again it's like you said like i would like to talk to somebody who makes these decisions like why was this changed right like why did you choose to go action over what you originally had so we brought up before like um when movies do viewings and they get feedback how come they don't do that with scripts? Do they do that with scripts? If you've already got people who are sitting in in screening rooms to watch your rough cut of your movie to give you feedback, why can't you get people who read the scripts and decide and have a, like, okay, well, I don't understand at this point what's going on. Now you're still in the script phase. You haven't even shot anything yet, and now you can think about it. Right. Instead of having to reshoot, re-edit, right. or do whatever. That would make a lot more sense. And maybe they do have, I mean, that could maybe be they a possibility. Do. Maybe we just don't know. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I mean, it could be a big possibility, but I don't know. 
yeah, it's super. Again, there's so many moving pieces on this. It's hard to just to say terrible. Uh, just one thing I want to wrap kind of on. Did you ever see the movie Heat? What was that about? Val, like it's I got Val Kilmer in it. They're they're robbers essentially. Anyway, yes. There's this scene where they're they're going through. Uh, there's a shootout like on the street and they're using cover. And I read somewhere like a lot of people thought like that was a very well shot scene. And the sequencing was nice, and the action was on point. Of like, if you were to do this, this is how you would fall back, and you know the shooting and all that. Right. I, I would like to see something like that in a zombie movie of like the killing, like going with the blunt force objects to zombies, but have it be a smart way to kill things. You like you brought up like Walking Dead, like oh, all of a sudden you're surrounded by zombies? Well, how did that happen? You were just in an open field. Weird. <laughs> yeah. So weird. You know, and I, definitely, especially in that case, you know, if they're slow, like like carrying a sword, you know, like that'd be so easy, especially if you're backed into a corner or anything, you know, just obviously make sure it's sharp at all times and slinging heads, man. Maybe uh, maybe Shaun of the Dead is the best and smartest zombie movie ever made. No kidding. I mean, uh, I do like that movie, but it might be the... I mean, it's got some weird antics to it. I love the records right. being thrown at a head like that whole thing. That, that scene's great. I I guess, gun to my head, if you were to say best zombie movie, I might have to say Shaun of the Dead. It's funny because I, I would agree with you on that. That is one that I've, I could probably watch over and over and not get sick of it because, yeah, it's like, I feel like I would do some of that shit if that was happening. You know, it's, it's like, just... it just seems so practical, like, <laughs> for the most part, that is. But, yeah, it's And it's we're talking funny. about a genre that I like. I like the concept of zombies over right. vampires, over other weird supernatural creatures, what have you. I think there's an ideas and themes there that walking dead kind of explored. I'm still kind of with that show. I feel at this point I'm obligated to write it out to the end. Right. I guess. So are they, are they ever going to end it? Like I've heard rumors. Are the comics done? I don't think so. I think the show surpassed the comics and like issue wise. Oh, really? But they weren't, they were, hit or miss following the comments but again huh. it's got it two you know op- other shows that have sprung from walking dead so you end walking dead you still got two other shows coming up behind it and you know i think you know some seasons and episodes are better than others right it does a lot of repeating of itself i kind of would like to have seen it ended a, while a couple ago. seasons ago yeah maybe same because i yeah i got i got burnt out on it like Oh man, I think when uh, was it Negan? I think I kind of stopped watching at, after like Negan showed up when the real stuff kind of started happening. Yeah, that got to be a little tough to watch. But like I said, like yeah. I had invested, and it comes down down to investment of time. And maybe I should just stop. Maybe I should value my time more. <laughs> <laughs> what I consume, right? And so, see, and, and that's you know what I was talking about right now with the seasons. It's like. You know, it, it, if they were just to have a set story and have a set beginning and end and not run it so long, I feel like this wouldn't be happening. Just like we're saying, like it should have been done a while ago because it's like, how far can you drag this out? Yeah, zombies, eventually they're going to... I mean, even in the world of Walking Dead, like they're or is it 10 me? years out since the outbreak. I'm like really? some of these things should not exist. I mean, they do cool things like 
one of them's kind of grown into a tree a little bit. But I'm like, <laughs> in all fairness, like these things it's, should not be moving. Right. It seems like all. it almost should be like human against human conflict anymore, which that's kind of what it's been it's, most of the time, yeah. anyways. But but see, I like their idea too. Like you don't know how mm-hmm. it started, and everybody's infected. Yeah. So when you die, you're you're just a zombie unless someone's there to yeah put a hole in your head. Again, there's interesting themes there, and I don't necessarily know, like, for World War Z, if I need a source. I don't know if I need a patient zero right. no, or any not, of that. Not even, yeah. Just like we was saying earlier, you know, just kind of leave all that unknown. You know, you're just following a guy that catches wind this is happening, and that's that. You just know that this is going on, and you got to survive. And maybe this movie should have started, like, months after it, and you just get, like, kind of the details as it goes of, like... yeah. Yeah, it happened here first, so we're assuming it happened there, but we've got no way to get there now. Right. We're on our own. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. This movie just should have been a lot better. It's a great property. I think the book is good. I'm due for a reread of it. I'm. It's just, like the movies we've covered, like it just suffers from, I, I, I don't even know what you can say it suffers from. Just too much garbage. They. Uh, yeah, are they trying to cram it so full of stuff <laughs> that it just becomes... What it is? Yeah, it's either too many ideas, too many people working on it. Development hell is what most people just call it. You know, I mean, it, it could be any number of things yeah. at this point. So, which it seemed like I had a bunch of issues anyways. So, yeah. I, it, I feel like what happened is they just said, all right, we just need to get this done and over with. And Well, and it's frustrating to know that they apparently had a finished script that was really, really good. Yeah. You know, for best picture. Yeah, best picture. And, you know, I, I kind of looked to try to find Dang. that script, and I think I did, but I have to pay for it. Of course. And I don't want to pay for it. And then I kind of stopped looking. I'd be curious. I would read the script just to see what all of it was about, if it's still out there. But, yeah, this, I mean, as a movie rewrite, it, whew, pick a spot, and you could rewrite it a hundred different ways to make this yeah. a more intriguing, thoughtful movie than just, action to action my personal i think staying on one continent would be a good story if you're having the fast zombies just have an outbreak just take over one continent just one area and you got like mild things maybe another but yeah but we go back to we don't know how long it takes to incubate before you turn well, so yeah I maybe think, so if I you're gonna we, keep I think it we that just keep it you turn 10 seconds everyone's 10 seconds they bite to infect, and that's what the virus does, is they just want to spread and keep, you know, infecting new yeah. hosts, and just leave it at that. that. That's what it is, and... The rest of the world has and, to deal with a continent and, full of zombies. Yeah, and the story, I feel like, should be revolved around, yeah, the con- or, yeah, the rest of the world trying to aid and send help to these. Some countries might be like, nope, we're, we're not even getting involved in New this. New kid, get it over with. Exactly. <laughs> You know, that I, I think that would that would be a good watch for me. Anyways, that's the story I would go with. Yeah, it's it's sad. <laughs> Just repeat myself. It's sad. It's so sad. But you know, for World War Z, remember that the spine is divine. Those knees, they work just fine. Woot woot. The greatest line in the whole movie. Yep, yep. Laters. Have a good one. Gary hugs his family. Says, be prepared for anything. Freeze frame. Jerry is smiling. 
more voiceover. Our war has just begun. Fade to black. <laughs>